Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture reading this morning is James chapter 4, verses 11 through 17. James chapter 4, verses 11 through 17. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. So how many times have you thought in your life that that you are actually in control of your life? You're the captain of your own ship. You are the commander and the master of your own fate. And I think at times maybe we have all gotten into that realm of thinking. I think especially when we were younger, you know, we think we can have control over certain things. But I think as we mature, not only as physical age-wise, but also as mature as Christians, I think we realize that we are not in control. Sometimes, though, we only see that truth whenever we're in a crisis situation. We are not in control. We never will be. We never have been. God is in control. We've talked about that before. And in fact, in this morning's scripture, James flat out tells us that we are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. And the last portion of uh, uh, chapter 4 here of James's letter focuses on just that fact. He clues us into realizing what our attitude is towards God, what our attitude is towards other people, what our attitude is towards the future. And then he helps us to realize and make them be what they really should be. First, James talks about judging other people. He says that we're not to judge other people. He says, do not speak evil of others. Boy, thinking back, how many of you have ever done that? I'm sure all of us have at some point in time. But we're not to speak evil of others. Why? Because those who speak evil of others set themselves up as judges. And God is the only judge. He's the only one that truly knows our hearts. He's the only one that truly knows the other person's heart. And this speaking evil of others, we would call it slander today. We would call it slander. Just bad-mouthing someone. 
calling them names or whatever. Because James is definitely not talking about confronting other people's sin. He's definitely not talking about that because we are commanded to do that. We're not to judge their sin by our own rules, but we're to confront their sin based upon the Word of God. If we do try to judge them based upon our own ideas or our own thoughts, then we're not respecting the Word of God. We're not respecting God as the lawgiver. And that's not right. But we see a lot of people today slandering others, bad-mouthing others, saying bad things about other people, speaking evil of others. We see that a lot today, especially going through a campaign. We see that all over the TV, all over the news. And why do they do it? They try to make the other person look bad to build themselves up. We see this, of course, with adults. We see this with politicians. We see this with children. And as we build ourselves up by belittling others, we tend to start to believe that we are better than others. We tend to believe that we are more important than other people. And that's not true. We are all the same. We are all equal when it comes to Christ. That reminds me of the parable that Jesus told of the Pharisee and the tax collector in Luke chapter 18. And I read recently uh, uh, Max Lucado retells the parable using some modern day language. And I really like that. He says, the self-righteous person prays like this. He says, God, I thank you that the world has people like me. The man on the corner needs welfare. I don't. The prostitute on the street has AIDS. I don't. The drunk at the bar needs alcohol. I don't. The gay people need morality. I don't. I thank you that the world has people like me. That's the prayer of the self-righteous man. That's the prayer of that Pharisee in Luke 18. That's not how we should be praying. We ought to pray like the next guy, the tax collector. Praying like the sinners that we are. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Like my brother on welfare, I'm dependent upon your grace. Like my sister with AIDS, I'm infected with mistakes. Like my friend who drinks, I need something to ease my pain. And as you love and give direction to the gaze, grant some to me as well. Have mercy on me, a sinner. And if you've ever read any of Max Lucado's books, he's wonderful at painting these word pictures of things. And he has his theology right as well. And that, that is really a nice retelling of the, of the parable there of Luke 18, of the Pharisee, of the self-righteous man, and of the sinner. You know, when we love God and we trust God, we will also love others and obey others with our lives we'll realize that we're no better than anyone else.
that we too are saved by the mercy and the grace of God, just like everyone else. And when we truly realize that and believe that, then we can more fully understand what God wants from us and for us. And that brings us back to the opening of this message. Are you living your life thinking are you, that you are in control? Or are you living life as if God is in control? You've probably heard that phrase here today, gone tomorrow. Well, that is true. We have very limited amount of control. And in fact, I would say really no control over how long we live. Sure, we can do things. We can live a healthy lifestyle that, that might promote our, promote our life a little longer. Or we could live a rough lifestyle that probably will shorten our life somewhat. But for the most part, we're very limited as to what we can do, as to how long we're going to live. We should be living each day for God and with God. Our lives here on earth are only temporary. But as you receive Jesus Christ into your life, you can start enjoying eternity with Him. Our life is like a mist, like a vapor, as James says. It is short compared to eternity. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't plan for things either. As we read, uh, James is not saying that we shouldn't plan. You know, we'll go someplace and do some business for a while and, and everything will be great. There's nothing wrong with planning. In fact, wise planning is very important. And it's a gift from God. It really is. But the idea is to make God a part of your plan. If God wills it, this is what we'll do. And that is something that's important. We need to make God a part of our plans. Oh, sure, we should plan for the future, whether it's by saving money for retirement or putting money away to pay for taxes or planning for something. We need to have plans. There's no doubt about it wise plans, but make sure that God is a part of those plans. And that's what James is getting at. Sure, we do things every day, but do we do things that God wants us to do? Do we do things thinking of God? The last thing that I want to look at here this morning is verse 17. One simple verse, and I'm not going to say much about it, but it really hits home to me. And it really affects the way that I try to live my life. It's verse 17. This is from the New American Standard. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. Think about that for a minute. You know, when we think of sin, what do we think of? We think of the maybe Ten Commandments, maybe. And yeah, none of us, you know, we, we obey our parents, we love the Lord God, you know, we don't worship idols, we don't kill, we don't steal. Yeah, you know, we're pretty good people. And most of us really aren't bad people by society standards. But to him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, that is sin. 
So when someone asks you, you know, what is sin? Well, sin is knowing to do the right thing and you don't do it. And how often has that happened to us? We know the right thing to do, but we don't do it. There are a great many people in this world that indeed are sinning and they don't even know it. Being a Christian is not just about, about avoiding bad stuff. It's not about you know, just uh, not killing people and not stealing stuff. It's not just about avoiding the wrongs. Rather, it means focusing our lives on doing what is right according to God's plan. And we need to remember that. Our lives are, are brief. Seventy or eighty years, Moses says. Thankfully, that's not always the rule. Especially today, we have many people living beyond that. But still, in the scheme of eternity, our lives are still short. So we shouldn't spend our time arguing over things that really don't matter for eternity, as we've talked about before. It ruins the joy of our living. It ruins the joy of our salvation. We need to come to Christ. And then we truly start living. Living in the will of God. That is true life. And that's another test of the Christian faith. We should want to carry out the will of God with all our heart. Trying to be in control of our own life is life rejecting God's path for us. Saying, I'm in control. I'm the captain of my own ship. If that's the case, then God's not in control. And you're rejecting what God has laid out for you. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He wants to give you that life. The question is, do you want it? And are you living it today? That's what God wants for us. Abundant life. And we can only do that when we come to Christ. Let us close with a prayer this morning. Lord, we thank you for giving us the knowledge of right and wrong. Help us to truly do what is right. Help us to love those around us rather than to judge them. Make our plans align with your plan. And strengthen our commitment and our faith to you today. We ask this in Christ's name.